you know you are capable of more because you have a burning desire to get the absolute most out of your career and life, to starve your fears, to follow your dreams, and to realize your true potential. And we are going to do that together. This is the Own Your Career, Own Your Life podcast. Are you ready? Let's go. Welcome to the Own Your Career Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Storch, and I've got a great discussion for you today. If you have been thinking about making a move in your career or your life, maybe it's changing careers or starting a business or starting a podcast or maybe just posting more on social media uh, or even you know, making some changes in your personal life and fear has been holding you back. And that's common. It does for many people. It did for me for many years until I started making some changes and realized I need to starve my fears and just take action anyway. But if you are in that position, then I've got a great conversation for you today. Now, a good precursor would be the solo episode that I released on Friday just a couple days ago about the two questions to ask when fear is holding you back. But it's not required listening. Um, Actually, that session, that solo episode, was inspired by this interview that I'm sharing with you today with my friend Mike Forrester. And Mike is a men's transformation coach, founder of the Living Fearless Coaching Programs, and host of the Living Fearless Today podcast. His decades of experience with overcoming failures, setbacks, and struggles fuels his clients to overcome their own self-doubt. With his personal journey through dyslexia, overcoming childhood trauma, and loss of loved ones, Mike is determined to set the example to not allow excuses to derail him. His insights, methods, and stories have been featured in various podcasts, including, uh, well, I don't need to name all of them because he's on this one, and that's all you need to know. Uh, And, you know, on that note, Mike is on this journey with all of us. He's not one of these people that, you know, seemingly has it all figured out and is a multimillionaire and, you know, blah, 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 like we hear on some of these podcasts. No, he's on the journey with us. He's recently gone through this and made this transformation. And I love talking with people who are doing it, doing the work like you and I uh, to really improve our lives. And so I think this is going to be interesting and inspiring for you. And if it is, reach out to Mike and let him know. We'll put uh, his social uh, handles in our and his website in our show notes. Um, and just one other note, I recorded this interview with Mike live on LinkedIn. So uh, you hear me mention that a couple times. And I think we took one question that came in uh, through the interview as well. Another note that I want to remind you that uh, we'll say this interview is sponsored by the Own Your Career Virtual Summit. That's right, I'm hosting an Own Your Career Virtual Summit coming up on November 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. It is free to register. We have uh, over 15 amazing speakers talking on all different topics around how to own your career, find your purpose, define success, prepare for the future, uh, develop your personal brand, uh, and really own your life as well. It is, I'm telling you, I've done some of the interviews already with the speakers for the summit, and they are all excellent, phenomenal, mind-blowing, definitely really helpful. I wish I had this earlier in my career, and I'm taking tons of notes now, right? I'm still in this with you, and I've loved having access to these people, and I can't wait to give you access 
so that you can learn from them. It is interview style, uh, much like this podcast, but you have video and audio. Uh, they're all going to be released that week, November 2nd, 3rd, and 4th. You can go register for free by going to ownyourcareersummit.com. And there will also be some upgrade options there for 67 bucks. You can get uh, lifetime access and access to our live Q&A sessions. And then for uh, I think it's 600, you'll be able to access the online course that I created, six modules. It's the five steps to owning your career. And the sixth module is about bringing it all together and keeping you on track. Uh, this is the course that I am running through big companies and you get access to that. And it goes deep on how to own your career. 80 page workbook that comes with this, tons of great exercises. Um, there's a lot of value here. I've invested a lot of time and money into building this thing. Um, really thousands and thousands of dollars I've invested if you, continue, if you consider everything that I've invested in myself to get to this point. And then if you really want more, you really want to invest in yourself and go all in, um, there's a six-week live mastermind training program available at the platinum level as well. Um, but if you don't have money to invest right now and you just want to hear some of the great speakers, it's free to register. Again, just go to ownyourcareersummit.com. And uh, now, without further ado, here is my interview with Mike Forrester on Living Fearless today. Enjoy. All right. I am live with Mike Forrester, host of the Living Fearless Today podcast. Mike, welcome to the show. Thank you, Andy. I appreciate you having me on here, my friend. Well, uh, it's, you know, the least I could do. You have uh, had me on your show and uh, been so kind to me since we first connected, uh, I believe, through the Total Life Freedom Community that Vincent Puglesi runs. And of course, we realize we yes. have other friends in common, John Lee Dumas and, and many others. And um, I've been interested in your transformation, what you've done with your career and your life and what you're doing now with your podcast and the work you're doing uh, and interested to dig into that. Um, of course, we're recording this live on LinkedIn. So if anybody is out there joining us live, you have questions, feel free to put those in the chat. We'll be sure to get to those and this will be on our podcast as well. Um, so Mike, you started a podcast uh, which is called the Living Fearless, Living Fearless Today podcast. Um, why, why that name? Why is it called Living Fearless? What's it about? So to understand really what my journey has been about, I lived under fear. And we think so much that like fear is only in our personal life or it's only in one area, but that kind of stuff rules everything, whether it's, you know, how we are with our family, how we appear with our friends, how we, you know, show up at work, you know, what, what decisions we make at work. And so because that was such a core component for me and breaking free from that, that was something that I wanted to to say, hey, this is possible. And so it wasn't something of live fearless, right? I wanted to say, hey, here's the hope and it can be just for today. You know, let's make it through this moment in time. The rest of it will worry about itself, but let's focus on the here and now and being in a healthy place. So that was where the name came from, was just being present and being fully engaged, uncomfortable, you know, possibly, but yeah. just stepping into life. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, getting fearless or moving past fear is such a big, I think, need for many people to step into life. As you mentioned, when I get asked about 
the biggest thing that holds people back from owning their career, following their dreams, you know, going after big things, accomplishing their goals. Mm -hmm. For me, it always comes back to fear. Fear and limiting beliefs are the biggest things that hold people back. They, I'd like to do X, Y, Z one day. I'd like to start a podcast. I'd like to go for that promotion. I'd like to change careers and and move into HR or try something different. But I'm afraid of what might happen. So whether you admit it or not, it's fear, right? I'm afraid of being rejected, of being uh, judged. Um, or of something else entirely. Um, and that fear holds so many people back from following their dreams. And it sounds like it has in the past for you. So could you share a little bit more about your journey and, and where you were? Because I, I think you built a pretty successful business, but you're still saying, hey, fear was holding me back from really living the life I want to live. And let me be honest here, just fully upfront. Yeah. Fear is still something that I have to work through. So it, it's one of those of in launching the podcast, there was still fear there. It yeah. was, what if nobody listens? What right. if I say things incorrectly? What if I invite people and they tell me no? Oh, oh my gosh. You know, right. <laughs> not everybody's going to say yes, but we're so wrapped up in it. Yeah. And, and we create like this false expectation for ourselves, you know, like neither you nor I would would look at other people and say, Hey, yeah, you know, so-and-so has a podcast and everybody they ask is saying yes, but we'll put that kind of like expectation, just like those results on ourselves. Like we're going to get up and bat a thousand. It just doesn't happen. And so I'm actually, you know, coming off out on the back end where I put out some ads on Facebook and I said, Hey, let me, let me put this out there, get some more traction. And some of the responses I got were, you know, comments about what are you doing? This isn't real, you know, just kind of putting things down. Dude, I let those comments have too much power to the point where if you look back right now, you'll see, hey, here's an interview with, you know, um, like Anthony Trucks hmm. and there's no recap, which was the way I started out but I let those thoughts get in my head and they mm. sidetracked me for a while. And it's still one, I mean, I, I'm still growing through it, right? Yeah. We don't just get up and go, Hey, I'm going to go to the gym. You know, you, you post going to the gym, you know, are you expecting yourself to bench 400 tomorrow? No, <laughs> not likely, but it was that same thing. And I, I took the negative responses, you know, the unkind responses, and I yeah. took them personal and they're from people that don't know me. Right. So it's like, I, I mean, I'm still learning. I'm still working through it. I'll yeah. find strength in one area and discover that there's another area that I need to grow in or that I have that opportunity. So, you know, it's like, we're multifaceted. We're not just like this simple being. So, yeah, you know, you'll, you'll grow. And then you you have another opportunity to expand and express yourself differently there. Um, so, I'm so glad you brought that up. Both of those subjects, uh, you know, uh, one is that I just posted about this this morning. Um, some coincidence on LinkedIn and Instagram, we see people who we hold up as successful, right? And everybody's definition mm -hmm. of success is differently different, right? But usually, it's people doing the things that we'd like to do. Just we assume that they've got it all figured out that they had this grand plan and they just put it together and everything was a success. And what yeah. we don't see is 
all the things they contemplated that they never launched because they were afraid or it just wasn't the right thing, all the things they tried to do that failed or didn't work out, right? Because we don't really pay attention. We don't see those. Um, you know, all the time they spent agonizing about whether something was going to be successful or not, whether they should do something or not. We just see the success at the end. And most of the time, most of those people, I talked to many, you know, quote unquote, successful people. Again, everybody has their definition, right? Um, mm -hmm. And I think about my own road as well. Uh, and all that I've accomplished has been on the back of all the things I've tried. And many of them didn't work out, right? And all the things that I, I've spent hours like daydreaming, contemplating, planning moves with my podcast and business and other things that I never did anything with, right? And then there's other things that I tried and didn't work out. And, and we don't see those things. We just see, oh, they did something and they give ourselves a little bit of grace, right? To say like, hey, I'm on my own journey. I'm trying things, right? And it's okay. And then the other thing is, uh, and I wrote about this in my book too, a whole chapter on comparison, right? We compare so much and we look at, and, and then we uh, put so much stock in what other people think or say, right? That we hold ourselves back because we're like, oh, well, if I share this, and I still do this, I've done a lot of work, Mike, uh, and people listening, like to get to where I am, where I can put content out on a daily basis and not really care that much what people say. Now, easy for me, I don't have that many haters yet, right? But um, I still have to get past it on a regular basis. Like, oh, should I share this? What will people think? You know, is it the right thing? And sometimes I hold myself back and then I have to kick myself because I, I should have just put it out there, right? Um, yeah. But that fear is real and you're right. Like fear never really goes away. It's just about developing our, so we can recognize it and have the courage to get past it. And it's, and it's just like going, and I'm going to take it right back to the gym. It's yeah. just like you go in and you're working your biceps, right? If you solely focus on your biceps, you'll have amazing biceps. But if you're skipping leg day or back day, you're gonna look really disproportionate. And it's being able to not just go, where's my strength, but where's my weakness? And just because you make those areas stronger, doesn't mean it's gonna go off perfect. I mean, I worked with a friend recently that did a launch and like the URL was wrong. Dude, like you would think, you know, if, if that happened to me, I would be devastated because, you know, or, or would run the risk of being devastated, you know, previously would have been, but it's like in looking at it, it's like, oh my gosh, somebody did this. I need to let him know. And it's a totally different standard. And until we just release that. And like you said, give ourselves the grace, man. It's like, you're not perfect. You're not going to bat a thousand. You're not, you're not going to get results unless you take a chance. And, um, you know, like for me, it's, it's almost become a game. I'm still learning. Like I launched messy. So four and a half months ago, I was just like, okay, this isn't perfect, which you can tell I was a control freak, <laughs> yeah. you know, but it was one of those of, um, you know, it wasn't where I wanted it to be. Who was going to be the harshest, harshest critic? Me. Yeah. Nobody yourself. else. Yeah. And it's like, nobody else would have cared. And so I just went, how, how impactful is this? Is the message still going to get out there? Yes. Then take the chance and launch it. And it was one of the best growth opportunities for me was continuing to push my comfort zone to continue expanding my knowledge, my experience. You know, it's like 
right now. I'm putting, I started last week putting stuff out on Pinterest, like Pinterest, hmm. really? It's, it's kind of like off in left field, but it's been an interesting experiment. It gives me a chance to try something, see what it is and adjust. And the more that I do those kind of things, the more I'm growing, the, the less I'm wrapped up in, in the old belief that I was, was taught that if I fail, I'm a failure, which is absolute bull, but that's where I lived. That's what I was brought up under. So I need to continue to push that. So it doesn't encroach back upon, you know, my thoughts and, and my actions. So just yeah. play in stuff that you're not comfortable in and become comfortable, you know, testing, playing, you know, having fun, the results, the results aren't always the biggest thing we should be looking at. It, it should also be, how am I pushing myself outside of my normal bounds? Yeah, I love that. Um, we have, uh, I'm live with Mike Forrester, host of the Living Fearless Today podcast. And we were talking all about fear and how it often holds us back in our careers and how to overcome that. I know we have some people watching live on LinkedIn. If you have any questions, comments, thoughts, be sure to put that in the chat, share with us, let us know where you're tuning in from. Um, Mike, can you take us back in your career? Let, let's humanize this a little bit more. And you know, where did fear most hold you back in your career? And what was like the aha moment that you had that had you really make a shift and go jump into this whole new world that you're in? Well, first off, you can imagine fear held me back from applying for those jobs that I'm not enough. I don't have the skills that Steve or Susie or, you know, whomever I'm working with. And fear would also be one of the things that would foster almost like a movie in my head where I would play out scenarios of, say, you and I are applying for the same job. Well, Andy's got it in with the manager. And so I don't have a chance. All these false stories that I didn't give, even get out of the starting block before I had set myself out of contention for the position. And so it, it just it holds you back not only there, but in your family life. I mean, it's pervasive. And if we don't address it, it just continues to hold us back. It's, it's almost like, I think we've heard the story about the elephant that they train them with chains, you know, and, and they can't get away. And then over time, they build up this belief, I can't escape. And so they're held by these flimsy pieces of rope, which we know the elephant's strength but the elephant has forgotten. Hmm. So we're, we're training ourselves to play small, to stay back and to not rise to our full potential. Uh, you know, when we, when we listen to fear and let it run rampant yeah. through our thoughts. You're right. We've, um, we've convinced ourselves through the fear and limiting belief. Like you go through so much time, like I can't do this. I'm not as good as, as those people uh, that we take ourselves out of the game before we even have a chance. It reminds me of, uh, I grew up playing a lot of baseball and, uh, I, my dream was to be a professional baseball player, but I got in my head about it. And, and let's be honest, I was kind of a mediocre player. I, I could have been better if I had practiced more probably. Um, but I got to high school and my high school team was so good. And I didn't think I was that good that I didn't even try out, mm. which looking back is so ridiculous because the worst that could happen was I tried out and didn't make the team, but I took myself out of the game. and I didn't make the team anyway, because I didn't even try because I was afraid. 
to be quite honest, right? And yeah. like I said, I've done a lot of work since then, but that's who I was then. And I see people do that all the time in their careers too, just like you're talking about. Like you just take yourself out of the game before you even have a chance. Well, and and the other thing was, it's like, you know, right, right now is a time, I think, where people are going back to work after being like mm -hmm. laid off, right? And it's one of those of how many job descriptions do you look at that they're shooting for the moon? And you just go, I don't have this. I don't have this. I don't have this. Wow. I don't have a chance. So why even apply? But we hear it in the news. They're begging for people to apply. But we've taken ourselves out of sending the email because we've built up this false belief that I don't have a chance. You don't have a chance if you don't send it in. They don't know who you are. Right. But, it, but at least give them a chance to tell you no. Hey, what about this? Let me ask questions. You know, it's like, give them a chance to see who you are and what you bring to the table, because you may have something that they weren't thinking about and they're willing to let this other thing go that they've asked for and say, Hey, you're the right person. I'm so glad you applied. Don't remove yeah. yourself. Right. Exactly. The worst that can happen is they can say no uh, which I was always deathly afraid of rejection, which is why I wouldn't even apply for things, right? But it just puts yeah. you back in the same position you were already in, which is not having that job or that promotion. Uh, so what was that pivotal moment for you, Mike, where you, where you kind of made this shift and you're like, I'm not going to let fear hold me back anymore. And I want to go inspire other people to uh, live fearlessly or have more courage to, to achieve more. So it, it's been a journey. I would love to say it was like, you know, Overnight, I just woke up the next day yeah. and appeared this way. Yeah, no. <laughs> it was like the first really big jump was when I went from working as a corporate employee to being a consultant. And, you know, I had sold myself and sold myself and just said, you know, that's so risky. What about X, Y, and Z? You know, I don't know that I'm going to be enough for this position. And the amazing thing was I, I had a consulting friend who said, look, you have more skills and you're able to communicate about this stuff than the majority of people that I go to as clients take a chance. And for whatever reason, I listened to him and it was one of the best things. Now, was I confident in stepping out? No, not at all, man. I went to, um, you know, one of my clients and I was nerves, man. I was just shaking all over the place. But that first step helped me to take, you know, subsequent steps in putting myself out there and seeing what was possible and continuing to learn and grow my skill set. So it's, I mean, take a chance, whatever you're facing, look at it. How detrimental is it if you step out and do it. Most of the time we will build it up and build it up and build it up, but there's no check as far as how probable is it? You know, I drive down the road, I could get in a horrible accident. How likely is it? Usually not as much. And so keep that stuff um, in perspective and go take a chance. Let yourself grow. As far Mike. as, yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead, Mike. Continue. I was going to say, as far as stepping from the consulting into like doing the men's transformation coaching that I do now, um, that was a whole nother step. That was almost like if you remember the movie with Indiana Jones of him stepping out into that 
that gap, that chasm. Yeah, in the last crusade, yeah. Yes, that was very much how it felt. But I've been doing coaching more of like mentoring or just coming along. For me, it was just being a good friend. But when I would go on a consulting opportunity, I would come in and let's say you're the manager, Andy. I would come in and I could build relationships with those that are reporting to you because I'm not seen as an internal threat. I'm a consultant. I'm not vying for their jobs. And mm -hmm. when I come in with the perspective, hey, I want to help you build up your skill set so you're more of a, a value and asset to the company, it, it endeared me to people. They would then start trusting me with their personal stuff. And I was able to, to help people you know, work on who they were, how they showed up at home, who they were to their children. That was really where I came alive. That was my heart. But it was, again, being able to, to being willing to take that chance, just like I did from going from a corporate employee to a consultant. It was that same kind of, I'm going to take a, a, a chance on me. Mm -hmm. So that well, was really uh Related to that, you made that move from corporate to consultant, you're still in IT and now making this move to being a men's transformation coach where, um, you know, ostensibly I would think, hey, there's money to be made there, but it's not as lucrative as being an IT consultant, right? Where we know yeah. like, hey, we've got to invest money in IT. Uh, so, um, you know, right in line with that, we got a question on LinkedIn from uh, Dr. Michael Thompson who asked, you know, about mm -hmm changing occupations when you know that, hey, if I make this change and follow my dream, passion, curiosity, whatever it may be, I'm probably going to have reduced income. You know, maybe I can make as much later on, but I'm going to, you know, take a step back yeah. uh, from an income perspective. How do we address that and account for that when, especially we've got a family depending on us? I would love to say that I've never contemplated that. That was at the <laughs> forefront of what kept me there was the the unknown, that fear of what if I don't make it? Because my wife was homeschooling our four children at that time when I made that transition. Hmm. And so I was the sole, you know, financial income. Um, I totally get where you're coming from, Dr. Thompson. The thing that, that I had to do, I'm a high C on disc, so I'm very into checklists. I'm, I'm like an Excel nerd. Um, if, if I had something, I had to go look at it and analyze the truth of it because often my beliefs or assumptions were inaccurate. And so I went and I would research, Hey, what's the likelihood of being in this and finding people that were doing it? Like I shared, you know, when I made the step to being a consultant, I talked to a consulting friend and it wasn't just a random, like all of a sudden kind of whimsical change that I did. I talked with him to say, how long have you been doing it? Where are you at? What are your skills? And I still took time even beyond that to consider it and called other consultants that had come in and worked for the company that I was with. And so there's, there's more to the story than we have time to share. But just to say, go out and find out if what you're you're afraid of, what your fears are, um, the the things you're apprehensive about, go find out if they actually have basis and truth. Because often when we're we're just thinking about this in kind of isolation, our uh, our beliefs can be askew. So 
Um, you know, I mean, if, yeah. if you've got anybody that's in that place, reach out to them and just right. have coffee. I think that's, that's an important, really great, important step to have conversations with people that are doing the thing that you want to do and mm -hmm. find out what's working, what's not working. Um, you know, what do they wish they would have done differently? Are they glad they followed that path? Um, and I think you got to dig deep and, and decide like, how much does it mean to you to follow this path versus like playing it safe, right? And staying right. on the, the path that you're on. Um, how important is it going to be? I always consult my future self. So I'm 41 now. I ask myself at 50 or 60, right? Like, or especially going to the end of my life, what am I going to wish that I had done? What am I going to regret more? Like if I take this chance and fail, am I going to regret that I even did that? Or am I going to be glad that I took the chance? And the other thing is to ask the question, what's the worst that can happen? Like how much of a safety net do you have in place? Um, I, I'm amazed by the number of people I come across. There are a lot of people that, that don't make much money or haven't, don't have that much savings, but I come across people who are like, like, I really want to make this move, but I'm really afraid. What if I don't make enough money? And then I ask, how much do you have in savings? And they're like, well, I've got $80,000 in the bank. And it's like, okay, <laughs> you've got a runway. Like if you want to, but there's this psycho psychological, um, you know, barrier that holds a lot of mm -hmm. people back. So I think you got to ask the question, like, what's the worst thing that could happen? Like, honestly, right. the worst thing, like you try, you, you quit your job, you go start this business and you make zero money. And after six months or so you decide to hang it up and, and quit. Well, if you had enough money, let's say to get you through this six months, maybe on a tighter budget, but maybe you got, you got through, um, and then you got to go get another job. Maybe there's some quote unquote shame, you know, that, that goes along with that but at least you gave it a shot, right? And yeah. if you have like some good skills, you're employable now, you're gonna still be employable in six months or 12 months and you'll probably be able to go back and get another job. And for me, I'm gonna be glad I at least gave it a shot, but it's gonna come down to how much do you really wanna do it? For me, I left corporate to go start my own business um, and I am, I've had a lot of ups and downs, I've had a lot of challenges come my way, but I've been beyond determined to make it work because I am so, I'm so determined, right? I really want to be an entrepreneur. I want to make this business work. And my wife knows that. And um, we haven't had to cut back too much, but we will. And, you know, even I know, even if we end up living on the streets, which is never going to happen, right? Or moving in with my parents or something like that. If I still have my family, if I still have my wife and kids, I don't care about anything else, right? That's all that really matters. Well, and I think, the, the thing to understand is I didn't make my decision to, to transition out of corporate in a vacuum. There were lots of talks with my wife about, okay, what's your security place? What are your concerns? What are you, what do you see as the benefits? Like my wife has the ability to see me in a different light faster than I would have at that time, right? She, she could pick me apart, <laughs> but it's one of those that she could see like, Hey, this is going to be a pain point for you. This will be a great thing. This is a fantastic opportunity because of this. And so we took the time set out, you know, we did cut back on stuff. We built up, you know, uh, a financial war chest, so to speak, you know, savings to give ourselves some runway and then made the jump we stayed on the, the same page with each other. So understand that I made it with a spouse that was, I was in communication with 
and understood the desire to go in that direction. And like Andy talked about, I didn't want to have those regrets. I had plenty of regrets to look back to because I had lived under fear. I hadn't run after those, those management positions. I hadn't pursued, you know, the, the opportunities that were within reach, but, you know, I was kneeling down. I took my knees out from underneath me, you know, to make it so that I couldn't uh, achieve those. So, um, yeah, just make sure that it's like the fears, the things that are holding you back, that you address them, you communicate them, and, uh, you know, you're just aware of them working with your spouse. Ah, such, such great stuff here. I'm just like taking some furious notes over here for uh, future content I want to put out there uh, to inspire <laughs> more people. Uh, well, Mike, uh, we have had a discussion and uh, your video froze up a couple minutes ago. So I think this is probably a good time to wrap things up. I just um, noticed that as well. I'm sorry, man. That's right. Luckily, your audio has still been strong and we can still use this on the podcast. Uh, Mike, this has been great. Um, I am all about inspiring people to overcome fear, to starve their fears, to pursue their dreams, go, follow their curiosity, go after more things. I wrote about it in my book. Um, I talk about it on the show. I love that you're talking about it. For people that want to follow more of your journey and hear more of what you're doing, I know you've got this podcast, Living Fearless, today. Where, where can people go to find out more? So the easiest way to listen to the podcast is if you go to livingfearlesstodaypodcast.com. It'll take you to the website. You'll be able to listen to it there or check it out on any of the, the podcast host platforms. And if you want to reach out to me on social, you can hit me at hi, as in like hello. So H-I and then Coach Mike. And uh, yeah, you can get me on Instagram, uh, Facebook, LinkedIn. Uh, mostly I'm over on LinkedIn and Facebook, but I would love to have a conversation with you, encourage you, help you to, you know, take those steps that are holding you back to see you obtain, you know, those higher levels that you're wanting. So thank you for having me on Andy. And, uh, I appreciate those that are listening and, and, uh, you know, sending in questions. I love it. Thank you so much, Mike. And thanks so much you tuned in to everybody who tuned in live and everybody listening at home. I appreciate you. I hope this has been helpful and uh, I look forward to talking with all of you again soon. Thanks, Mike. Thank you. Thanks for listening to my interview with Mike Forrester today. I hope you got some inspiration out of that. You took some notes that it was helpful to you, especially if you have been thinking about making a move in your career and maybe fear has been holding you back a little bit like it has for me in the past. Um, you know, think about those two questions. Think about what Mike said. Think about your future self um, and what you might regret. And ask yourself, what's really the worst that can happen? You know, um, maybe you make this move and it doesn't quite work out, but it leads to something else. You never know until you give it a shot. I have definitely had many challenges on my journey and things did not always work out as planned, but I'm so grateful for all of it. All of the journey so far has been awesome. And I know your journey has been as well because it got you to where you are right now. And where you are right now is perfect. It is absolutely perfect to set yourself up uh, to get where you want and need to go. And speaking of getting where you want to go, as I mentioned at the top of this podcast, 
I am hosting a virtual summit soon called the Own Your Career Virtual Summit that is going to definitely help you get where you want to go as long as you tune in and you listen and watch some of these sessions and you put some of this advice into action, you are going to win, my friend. And you can register for free by going to ownyourcareersummit.com. We'll put a link in the show notes so you can just scroll on down and click, tap, whatever it may be, put it in your name and email, register, do the upgrades if you can. They are all full of value. This is not just a cash grab. I'm committed to giving value to each and every one of you, whether you register for free or you upgrade your package as well. So thanks again for listening, for tuning in, and I hope to see you on the summit. Enjoy.